If you're tired of bad news, if you need some positivity, if you want to support small businesses, then welcome to Happy Grateful Blessed with Kaysville's own mayor, Tammy Tran. Here, you'll get to see the best of humanity from within Utah's hidden gem, Kaysville City. Every month, you'll discover small businesses, hear unique and incredible stories, and understand the difference you make in this wonderful city. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you'll never miss a chance to find a new business to support and learn what makes a city like this one work as well as it does. So join us as we explore Happy Grateful Blessed with Tammy Tran. Hi, I'm here today with three of our female police officers. Well, almost soon soon to be, right? (laughs) Soon to be police officers. I'm here with Officer Lexi Benson, Sergeant Lacey Turner, and Noelia Sarmiento. Correct. Did I pronounce that correctly? Yes. Okay, good. (laughs) Thanks for being here, the three of you. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having us. It's so fun to be able to talk to you. I mean, we've got a great police department, and we have three women, Mm -hmm. right, representing us now. Yeah. So I wanted to kind of ask you a little bit about your story, what, why you were interested in law enforcement, what got you started. We'll start with you, Sergeant Turner. Is that okay? Yeah, of course. So I uh, had an uncle who was a cop, um, who was a canine officer, and I thought that was pretty cool growing up. Um, I went to college and started, or I got my degree in social work. Okay. Kind of got me understanding that I did have a passion for helping people. Then once I graduated, I decided, you know what? Being a cop sounds pretty cool right now. Really? And uh, I applied for a position in Arvada, Colorado, and was one of the three chosen and absolutely fell in love with it. Oh, I didn't realize you started in Colorado. Yeah. So it it was a bigger agency. It has about 150 sworn um, compared to Kaysville's a little smaller with. How many do we have? We're set to have 32. That's what I thought. Okay. So, yeah, it, it, I guess 33. I thought it was 34, so <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's always a moving number, isn't it? Because yeah. we're trying to staff up and finding the right people. Which yes. is definitely hard right now. Yes. Yeah. So you were in Colorado how long? Uh, about two and a half years as a cop there and then moved closer to family and out in Utah and found my home in Kaysville. Kaysville, how long have you been with the department? About eight years now. Have you? Yeah. That is great. Yeah, I've loved it. What what attracted you to law enforcement, aside from the fact that you like helping people and you had a family member? Really, it was, it really was about helping people was and, it? Okay. and the excitement of, you know, you never know what the day is going to have in store. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of joked around with my family saying, like, it's kind of like an Easter egg hunt for adults. You know, you just start <laughs> trying to true. find the bad, you know, you're always trying to find something to help or, so you just kind of be active and, and look for ways to it, it's not always a find the bad guy it's find the right. lemonade stands find the, right exactly find the ways to connect with people and that's really what i i've really got, become to realize i have that passion for well and that's what really impressed me i had the opportunity to do right along with you yes. i want to do more <laughs> that was so much fun yeah at first i thought oh this will be kind of interesting i don't know you know you pull yeah. people over on the road Hopefully not my husband. <laughs> He's been pulled over a couple times. The last time he did beg for a ticket, though, so that was <laughs> so, so Lee, you just need to pay attention. Anyway, um, but he's a good driver. Anyway, um, but it was so interesting mm-hmm. because you had to stop, and I thought, oh, this is, why are they still there is really what I was thinking as I'm listening to it. Mm-hmm. And then it turned out to be so much bigger mm-hmm. because you were able to find that egg mm-hmm. as you're hunting for the information. and. Mm-hmm. Finding out the true story and 
I was fascinated by that process. Yeah, it, it's it's a very rewarding thing. And a lot of people really seem to think it's all about, you know, we're going to take people to jail. Really, it's, you know, every time we come into contact with people who called for help, it's usually someone's worst day. Yeah. And understanding mm-hmm. that, you know, we can try to find ways to help or give comfort or support to people who need it the most. And again, it's not always taking someone to jail. It's being it's an ear to listen or, you know, just some people just need to talk and and mm-hmm. it's it's pretty fun and rewarding to see that you actually do help someone that that's really neat and i love yeah. the fact that i i was with you during a couple of traffic stops as well it was education mm-hmm. i mean you weren't there to just hand out tickets no. you were educating people mm-hmm. and just giving them some good advice yeah that is life-saving yeah for sure and again i don't think people are out there trying to break uh, you know, all the traffic laws. Right, that's not. <laughs> and, and it just takes, you know, headlight out. How many people look at their headlights once they it's turn true. the car on? You know, it's those simple things and you don't need to be yeah, you know, given the tickets, but you do want to say, hey, just go get it fixed and you're on your way. And it, and it helps create that trust and, it's true. and confidence in us as Kaysville police. And, and really as a profession, this is what we do. More, There's very small percent of people that are Actually, out there doing the bad things right. in our profession, but this is how we strengthen that confidence in us. Well, I think you're fantastic, and thank you. Thank you. Thank you for doing that. Officer Benson, yeah. tell us about your career. Yeah, so I have known pretty much my entire life that I wanted to be a police officer from the time I was six years old. Really? Yeah, my sister, she worked at 7-Eleven, and so my mom would always take us over there to get Slurpees, and the cops were always there. And I just love them. I thought they were the coolest people ever. And so I just grew a strong love for them at a very young age. Um, When I went, uh, when I was in sixth grade, I went through the D.A.R.E. program. And that's when I was like, yep, this is what I'm going to do with my life. I love this. I love police. I love everything about them. Um, so I, I, when I got older, I went through the Citizens Police Academy and I'm oh. like, yeah, I got to do this. I went with uh, the Davis County oh, Citizens you? Police Academy. It was so eye opening and I just got to meet so many incredible officers throughout the county. And I was like, this is just what I really want to do. So I self-sponsored myself through the academy. I paid for Um, My schooling, I worked full time and then I went to school at nights for eight months to get through the police academy. And I really wanted to work for Kaysville. So I went and did ride alongs with everybody that would let me. Oh, you did? I love Kaysville. I actually rode with Sergeant Turner. Um, Oh, that's great. I didn't know that. Yeah. And it was just, it was very eye opening. And I loved Kaysville for the culture that they had there. Like everyone just really gets along with everyone. And Chief Oberg was just so amazing to me. Uh, when I was looking into police academies, he's like, come in. Like I That's went great. and met with him for an hour and he went over all my options with me and gave me advice and feedback. And I just don't think that that's very common that a chief is willing to take time out of their day to help somebody in their career that just kind of wants information. That's true. So it was really incredible. I went through the academy and Kaysville was not hiring when I was looking. So I started out at Layton 
And as soon as Kazel was hiring, I called up Chief Oberg and I was able to get over here and I love it here. I've been here for five years now. That's fantastic. And I would never go anywhere else. I'm super happy here. Well, we're so glad to have you. Why Kaysville? Did you grow up in this area? No, I didn't. No, oh, okay. I, I think a lot of it had to do with the culture. Um, you know, like we go, if it's lunchtime, we just send out an email and everyone meets in the break room to eat lunch at the same time. We're oh, very good. close. Mm-hmm. It's family oriented. And again, like Chief Oberg just really like took me under his wing and was just so kind and generous and I just love the culture here. It's amazing. It's different. It's not like any other place. Really? That's good to know. Yeah. Because, I mean, I feel like that's what we have here. Uh Uh-huh. But it's nice to know. Yeah, it's very special here. That's, yeah. That's great. So yeah. what did your parents say when you oh, decided to, you wanted to go into <laughs> law enforcement? They were so nervous at first. They're like, oh, you need to go work for a small agency. Like, we're <laughs> right. so terrified. But now, um, you know, having been a police officer for years, they're like, this is the best thing that has happened to you. Your confidence and your strength and your independence has grown so much. We can just see that you're a very strong female and we're so proud of you. So it's been a really cool experience. That's, it's really neat. I think yeah. it's, that's why I'm so impressed with the three of you. Yeah. I mean, officers in general, of course, tons of respect mm-hmm. for people that want to protect and serve. But I just think it's really special when we have women mm-hmm. that also want to step into that role because it does seem a little intimidating. Yeah. And a little bit scary, at least mm-hmm. from someone like me looking at you thinking, boy, you must be so brave and courageous. And you are. Yeah. But it, it's been OK, I guess. It's yeah. been a good experience. I think that we just bring something unique to the table, something I a agree. little bit different. And it is different for females in law enforcement. But, yeah, I think that we have different strengths that we can offer to the the community. Oh, I think so, too, especially with all of the special things that are happening Mm -hmm. you know the acceleration of mental health issues and maybe Mm -hmm. not an acceleration but more awareness of it yes i i definitely can see i mean even with you working with some of the people that i've seen you work with Mm -hmm. it's just been it's been incredible oh and i've been so grateful to know that we've got the sensitivity and the compassion that comes Mm -hmm. um, from having different life experiences yes so your family was not excited maybe at first, but now they're very supportive, Yeah, they obviously. were just nervous, you know. I would be nervous, You too. know, they've like, got, I, I'm pretty petite, you know, yeah, so true. they were just very nervous. But yeah, but now they say, you know, this, Lex, this is the best thing that has happened to you. And we're so proud. Great. And we're we're really proud of, uh, you know, your growth through the past few years. So Tell me about self-pay versus um, Noelia. So the process for you. Yeah. I mean, self-pay. So, Lexi, you decided to to go to the academy. Mm-hmm. So you decided to go do that. Yeah. Paid for it. And then you went to apply. Yes. Versus sometimes you can apply first. Right, Noelia? Yeah. So I was um, hired and Kazel is actually sponsoring for me to go to the academies, which I'm so fortunate enough to, to have them do for me. So, yeah. That's a fantastic program. So yeah. was the job opening for someone with a criminal justice degree or what were the qualifications for someone that wanted to enter a program? I'm actually, I don't remember. It was a couple months ago. Was it? Okay. Uh, but yeah, I did see that they were hiring on social media. And so I was like, you know what? This is my time. I have Good. to go for it. You know, it's something that I've been wanting for so long. It's like my dream job. Really? Yeah. So, and I was like, I have to go for it. It's now or never. Um, and I recently moved to Utah about five months ago. So I'm originally from Maryland. And so I wanted to wait a, a, a couple months to get settled in Utah mm-hmm. before applying. But you know what? I was just like, I got to go for it, yeah. you know? So what, Why? Why were you interested? 
So I've always known I wanted to be a police officer. It's something I hold near and dear to my heart. Um, I'm very passionate about it, and um, I love people. I love talking to people. I'm I'm the social butterfly, and <laughs> um, I think it's really important to make an impact in your community. And as a female, as a Latina female, I think it's really important to to represent diversity, um, and you know, to encourage other females to join. I agree. Yeah. I think it's fun. And how did your family feel about it? So my family was, was like Lexi's. Uh, they were a little like hesitant and, and nervous um, just, you know, with current events going on. Um, yeah, especially now, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Where I'm from, um, not many people are very supportive of police officers. And so um, it was it was tough. It was rough. But um, that just kind of pushed me to want to pursue it even more. That's good. Um, and motivated me to to make a change, to be the change I want to see in the future. See, that's fantastic. And that's why it sounds Mm -hmm. like all of you are here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That you want to make a difference. Yeah. And there's one thing, you know, to be said for someone that says, oh, yeah, I want to fix that or I'm mad about that. Completely different at a higher level to go do it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I'll add kind of to what these two echoed is it's really neat to see young girls look up. Because when I taught D.A.R.E., one of the coolest things that I had was, uh, their box you can put in a note and it's anonymous. Oh, okay. But someone said, I didn't know girls could be cops too. <laughs> really? Yeah. And it's one of those you you forget that sometimes there's young girls that have never seen women do mm-hmm. things mm-hmm. that they've only seen men do. That's yes. true. And so I think it's a really cool thing. Not only are we bringing diversity, mm-hmm. but we're also sh- letting people have someone to look up to. Yeah, that, it's true. That, you know, Utah has just, I mean, there was not a lot of, when I came into Kaysville eight years ago, there had only been one other female that had made it past training. Oh. Or that hadn't even made it past training, I think. is that really? That started the program yeah, and didn't and finish. That's 150 years and we have are you serious? We wow. have 150 years in Kaysville PD, and we've had before me one other female. That's and now look at us. I mean, we really yeah, are an agency that women come to to That's try true. to be a part of, and mm-hmm. I think that that says a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it does. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy. That is crazy and interesting. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Well, and I just appreciate so much that you'd be willing to do it. Yeah. It is fascinating. It's neat to see women do things that are traditionally not seen as yeah. female jobs. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and because we do, I think we bring such interesting uh, diversity to the table. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and the studies show that the discussions are so much better and so much more. Um, I don't know, the goals are so much more accomplished mm-hmm. when we have different opinions and we're yes. able to bring different mm-hmm. life experiences to the table. Yeah, for sure, especially when we you know we come back, we're we're coming from like different backgrounds, exactly. and different experiences mm-hmm. and stories, and I think that's just really important. So. I think it is, too. When do you start your program? So I actually start on Monday. Exciting. I'm super duper excited. I'm very pumped. And um, yeah. How, how long is the program and what does that look like? So it's about three to four months. Um, so I will graduate in the beginning of September. Um, so it's a Monday through Thursday program. It's full time. Um, and yeah. It, it's great. So is yeah. it, so it is full time. Yes. And it then is this is the police academy. Correct. Right. Yes. Okay. Is the program local? It's uh, down south okay. uh, near the Salt Lake area. Okay, so you'll go down there and yeah. do that. That'll be fantastic. And then once you graduate, you'll be pinned. and Yeah, and then I start my field training. You start yeah. your field training. Yeah. yeah. And how long is that process? 
Um, Lexi? Is it a couple months? or? <laughs> so, yeah, it's it, it just kind of depends. It's about okay. three months long. Is There's it? a couple different phases and mm-hmm. stuff. She'll go through uh, with a couple different officers um, and we'll just work on her, work with her to, you know, get her to where she needs to be so she can be on her own. And we're just super excited to have her a part of this department. She's already so bubbly and friendly and she fits in really well with everyone else so we're so excited to have her thank you thank you thank you it's awesome having these two ladies yes it's great to have mentors isn't it for sure yeah Yeah. there's like you said it's so neat to have someone to look up to yeah Yeah. Yeah. for sure and i think so often at least as women i think in general we tend to to not realize the impact that we can make Mm -hmm. right when we do have little girls yeah. yeah, you know, in school, thinking and dreaming about mm-hmm. their lives. Yeah. I mean, you were six years old. Uh huh. Yeah. Did you see female officers? No, I really? never, never seen. It wasn't until I started doing ride-alongs that I like finally started seeing females in in law enforcement. And honestly, it never like crossed my mind. It wasn't a question. It was like, I'm just going to do this. This is what That's I want to do with my life. So. Oh, it's yeah. neat. It's yeah. neat to see people live their dreams and do it. I'm really impressed. I know that you finished your master's, master's program. Yes. In s- what? It's law enforcement and public safety and public leadership. safety. Okay. Yep. Which is fantastic. Yeah. It, it was a very uh, rewarding program. It really taught me kind of how to see see the big picture and kind of look ahead and try to get ahead of certain things as a, as a leader, but mm-hmm. also is just understanding kind of the community's, community's expectations of what we as a, a profession need to be for them. So, well, I think it's it's great, and I really appreciate um, Chief Oberg's emphasis on mental health mm-hmm. and the understanding that, like you said, police work isn't just about arresting people mm-hmm. and hauling them off to jail. Mm-hmm. It's about helping them mm-hmm. yes. and helping the victims and helping the families and really create communication and opportunities for all of that. Right, and I I think it's super impressive. Yeah, and not just for, like, uh, the community side, but also for the police officers. You know, we've hired this full-time mental health therapist at the PD, and it's been such a game changer. We have, you know, our therapy dog, Walter, that <laughs> makes true. his rounds every day. Like, uh, you know, it's really incredible that we have these amazing resources mm-hmm. in a small department. Mm-hmm. It's pretty unheard of. So we're very, very fortunate here at Caseville. You you brought up a really good point. I, I think Stuart has been such a great blessing mm-hmm. to the department as well as to the community. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hasn't he? Awesome. So he Absolutely. meets with employees as well as victims and families. Is that his role? Yeah. So uh, Stuart and I actually go every um, first Wednesday of the month. We go to Davis Behavioral Health and we meet with all of the cops in the county and we oh. discuss any issues that we're seeing and we go over resolutions, things that we can do to help these people, resources, different things like that. So it, it's pretty awesome. That and, is great. Yeah. And another way, kind of um, it reminds me of when you go on a plane mm-hmm. and, and they say, you know, if they're in case of emergency, the masks drop down. Right. What are you supposed to do first? You're supposed to put the mask on yourself first. And that's mm-hmm. really Stuart's impact to the community, I think, can be felt with each of us mm-hmm. and Good. helping us take care of ourselves. Because if we can't take care of our, ourselves, we can't take care of the community right. in that's that way. True. So, I mean, there's so many levels of Stuart's um, reach mm-hmm. through the community. And I think it starts with each of us and, and the culture of just being focused on our own self-care it's it's amazing we were talking i mean there's Mm -hmm. people on calls that are like hey you know what this is probably something i needed to 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 decompress with and it's Mm -hmm. that's not something that happened even five ten years ago and that will make it so cops don't have a really hard 
lifetime of 20 plus years Mm -hmm. of keeping those emotions bottled in. Oh, that's fantastic. So it's a great resources or resource for just the department. Yes, absolutely. And I think it's pretty cool that he's a retired cop, right? Yeah, that's true. He's someone who can be relatable and who gets it. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. He understands he's walked in your shoes. And it probably gives you great confidence. Yeah. As someone that you can go and talk to. Absolutely. If you, if you needed or wanted to. Mm-hmm. What are some of the other things that we do in Kaysville? I mean, I know we've got some great programs. What was it called? Lemonade? Cops Love Lemonade. Yes. yes. Okay, explain that. Yeah. That That is uh, kind of a program we started just thinking, oh, maybe we see, you know, lemonade stands here and there. Yeah, and they're great. It, it just really took off in Kaysville, and you mm-hmm. really could not find a better community for it to really start with. Uh and honestly, I think it's all of our favorite part of summer. Mm-hmm. And even when you're tired and you're like, oh, man, <laughs> as soon as you pull out? up, you I mean, it just it, it almost gives you chills because you realize mm-hmm. you are these kids heroes. And oh, it doesn't matter who did or did not stop before them. Their lives just you know, light, light up. up. Yep. And and it really has helped me to have that like that continue to like oh, this is why mm-hmm. this is the why is is you see that these kids are you know oh no 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 take this this it's a free cookie and <laughs> free lemonade yeah. and you know every once in a while they'll stir it with their finger and <laughs> <laughs> but I mean the the way that they look at you it, it reminds you of you know what this is this is worth you know when you're tired and you're sweaty and hot yeah the, you can just go grab a drink and, and get refreshed. Mm-hmm. And not just because of the drink, but <laughs> right, because right. of those kids. They just yeah. can come up and hug you. And it's a pretty cool thing seeing the parents mm-hmm. show support of law enforcement. You know, oh, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There, There's multi-levels. And there's parents that have pulled us aside and had long conversations. Really? And, and it's, it's a really good conversation starter. Mm-hmm. I think it's a fantastic program. I love seeing yeah. your posts on social media. Yeah. I love it when you tag other cities. Yes. <laughs> and you have contests and stuff. Yes. It's fantastic. Officer Benson has really just set this whole thing to a whole nother level. Yeah, she's um, done a great job. Yeah, oh, with our social you. media. And well, as it. our official police department PIO, yes, tell us yes. a little bit about what you're doing because they are great. Yeah, so I kind of just expanded on, you know, Lacey's Cops and Lemonade thing, and we decided to kind of just make it bigger. And so we last year we started the, the Cops and Lemonade Challenge where – we are trying to see how many cops can <laughs> right. go to the most lemonade stands in the or just really anywhere, anywhere in the state of Utah. And we've included the firefighters and it's just That's become great. something so fun that like the community just really looks forward to. And like Lacey said, like you show up on these lemonade stands and you might be having a bad day. And the second you get there, like it's impossible not to be in a good mood like my face hurts from smiling so much from these lemonade stands because these kids are incredible and they just love you and you get to take some time to let them sit in your car oh and it's just a whole it's a whole experience it's it's what i think makes kaysville kaysville and we love it we we look forward to those summertime is the best for us and i will add we just went to attended a uh, women's leadership uh retreat and someone actually approached Officer Benson oh. from the treat and said, oh, my goodness, I can't believe I'm going to meet you. <laughs> really? And, and, yeah. and she showed her the picture she t- had taken during Lemonade Stand. Oh, really? Yeah. So, I mean, the reach is not just with kids, but other departments. I mean, That's great. People are looking to Kaysville and mm-hmm. Officer Benson and, and seeing the impact 
she's had to other departments and agencies in their communities is pretty cool. Well, it's yeah. neat. I mean, and you started that program uh, amongst yes, all did. the other <laughs> accreditations and awards you've received. No, nah, that 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 goes to the community was already doing it. Well, I, I we, think it's great. We just had to stop by and take some pictures <laughs> and enjoy it. Well, and it's it is it's so neat because it makes you accessible to kids mm-hmm. as well as their parents. Mm-hmm. I was talking to someone who is my brother-in-law who lives in Chicago and he said, "You know what's so hard is when police departments get called from outside the city, they don't know the families. They don't mm-hmm. know their dynamics. Mm-hmm. And these people aren't going to be approachable. Mm-hmm. Right. But where you have the relationships established within the community, you've got the credibility, you've got right. the levels of trust, mm-hmm. then they will call you mm-hmm. when they have something and they'll know that you're going to be professional and mm-hmm. be right. kind and be fair. And- yeah. That's one thing I love about like our social media is I feel like we put out, you know, this is who we are as Mm -hmm. Caseville Police and the community really gets the opportunity to get to know us more on a personal level. And so like, you know, I go somewhere and they're like, oh, it's Officer Benson and it's someone I've never seen or met before, Mm -hmm. but they they know us or, you know, it's the cop with the purple handcuffs, you know, but that's cute. Yeah, (laughs) but we built like this amazing relationship with our community that they they I, I like to think that they feel like they can trust us. And, you know, they're not intimidated by a police officer. They know that they can come up and talk to us and we we want to have those conversations with them. Yeah. And that's really, really important. I think those like programs that Caseville has helps build that bridge between the community Mm -hmm. and law enforcement. I think that's really, really important. I think that's essential Mm -hmm. to have. I agree. Well, and especially you mentioned coming from another state Mm -hmm. in another area where maybe police aren't held in the same regard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, you know, when current events happened last year, it was was really tough, Um, you know, seeing people not trust Mm -hmm. law enforcement. but, you know, it's our jobs to to make that difference and to build that bridge and build that relationship with the community. That's true. Yeah. And and this is how it's done. One yeah. lemonade stand at a time. Mm-hmm, yeah. One child at a time. You've been really involved with the D.A.R.E. program in the yeah. past, right? Are yeah. you still? So I'm still a D.A.R.E. instructor, but Officer Stanford is our D.A.R.E. instructor. Oh, okay. But that that has been one of the most rewarding. Has it? T- yeah. And I still, there there's letters from kids that, are very near and dear to me that you don't, you know, you're out teaching, you know, how to help them say, you know, be confident and be Mm -hmm. assertive in their communications and things like that. But then when you see the sides that you've helped them with in their personal life, it's, it's a very uh, meaningful part of my career that I've, I've been fortunate to be a part of. I, I think that's fantastic. Our kids graduated from the DARE program. They got their shirts. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I just remember it being mm-hmm. so meaningful to kids. I mm-hmm. There are other programs, though, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That are also available. Yeah. we. It's it's kind of been hard with COVID. Has it? Uh, okay. You know, we, we've looked at uh, a bunch of different things, like um, the Teen Academy we were in conversations with for a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Rad's kids. Yes. And, and okay. so we really are trying. It's kind of one of those we have to ramp it back up right. now okay. that COVID, it seems... Cross yeah. your fingers is not <laughs> yeah. gonna keep yeah. going back up. Setting everything down. Yeah. So I think in the in the upcoming months and, and whatnot we'll probably be able to be able to find something fun and exciting for the summer to yeah. to promote as well as the lemonade. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Well, you guys, I really appreciate you. I so I did have a question though. What what's been the most comical or humorous or interesting call you've ever gone out on? And this is putting you on the spot so man i don't know 
Well, everything that makes some of the calls that I go on fun is I don't like certain smells. Oh. Just, <laughs> it's, yeah. that, it just can, yeah, it can hit me. And it's not like the – I usually tend to make some some silly things with, with bad-smelling uh, instances. Yes, right. this is true. <laughs> I, I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of some funny ones. Oh, I mean, like, we just have a good time with each other, you yeah. know? Like, I can't think of any, like – Oh, actually, you know, I had somebody reach out on social media around Christmas time and they were saying um, I was driving up 200 North and I saw a couple officers out on the road and they were with a penguin and they were like, what was going on? I'm so curious. And so I was like, what? Like I went and looked up the call and it was actually a duck, but I just oh, thought it was, it was oh. so funny that it was Christmas time and the citizen thought that the, the cops were out helping a penguin. A penguin. <laughs> That's I, funny. I remember one that was pretty funny with uh, Detective Nicholas. Okay. We So the mink, uh, there was a mink in a backyard and oh. uh, I didn't realize how mean minks Oh, were. I don't know anything about them. They are very mean. Oh. But we didn't know that. Oh. <laughs> and so we, we uh, there, so it had bitten one of the uh, citizens' dogs in oh. their backyard, and so it was cornered in the the little rock area. So uh, Jordan and I went over, and we had a dog kennel. <laughs> it was going to be as easy as shooting <laughs> the thing. Yeah. Oh no, it was <laughs> it was quite 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 an experience. But we finally got it crowd. You will also love to know that they also have a very strong scent oh do they <laughs> yes but i also learned and didn't love um so yeah that that one was pretty funny um just for oh, the sake gosh. of we learned the they the uh, handler when we returned yeah. the mink he said oh yeah you have to have leather gloves or else they'll bite right through it oh i mean wow. i was just you were just yeah. handled and trying to be so careful yeah, it was, you back. have to be prepared for everything don't you <laughs> yes yes literally yeah. like literally yeah I mean, people driving into um, light poles as well oh, yes. as... Yes, that is a case book thing. Yes, it, it seems to be. I don't know why. <laughs> now I we've upgraded to banks. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. So That was yeah. random. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So luckily no one was hurt, so that, that was yes. good. That is good. I mean, to scary things. Where you, I know that you were mm-hmm. um, at Chevron a couple yeah. of years, years ago when something... There was a fire, yeah. right? Yeah, that, that was definitely a... a, a scary um instance and and luckily you know we're all okay yeah now but you were able to to make everyone there safe as well and protect everybody so yeah and i think that's the hard part about being a cop is who if someone doesn't know what to do whether it be you know not knowing we've had so well we can't find our keys yeah Mm -hmm. to who do people call right they call 911 and sometimes it's a mink sometimes Mm -hmm. it's a fire and and sometimes it's something worse and we don't know what the day's gonna have, but that's what's how do you train someone to know how to do it all? Exactly. We all do the best we can and we all have that, you know, passion to help. Mm-hmm. And that's I think what, what Kaysville really shines through is, you know, we're doing our best, but I think the community sees that's true. that we're all doing it for the right reasons and mm-hmm. It it is so true, and you touched on that, and it is absolutely true. Everyone's in it because you care about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's absolutely genuine. It's absolutely a priority, mm-hmm. and it's impressive. Yeah, yeah. And the genuine piece is the part I think that separates Kaysville from some different departments. The parts that you see on social media are one of 
hundred that it never got put on or never got, I mean, Lexi can only post what people provide her. (laughs) And so if, you know, I've had officers that when I've done a body cam review or something like that, I see them taking a meal to somebody really, and doing things where they didn't even realize it was on. Oh, and, and they're and still doing so it. So yeah. it's like when you can really tell someone's character what they do when no one's looking. Mm-hmm. True. And I think that that's what you see what we put out, but you're not even seeing the greatness that, that we've been able to see firsthand from, mm-hmm. from not just our officers, but our community as mm-hmm. a whole. So. Absolutely. That is really neat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I love that about where we live and mm-hmm. about the people mm-hmm. that we live around. And it's yeah. true. But it starts at the top. And I appreciate mm-hmm. that. It starts with all of you setting a good example, making people feel safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the community can then act mm-hmm. on those feelings. And yeah. we are so lucky with yes. the Kaysville community. I cannot say that enough. You know, with the recent events that have happened, um, you know, I can't go through a drive through without someone paying for my drink or my food or all the I support police signs in their yards. I love seeing those. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. been incredible. You know, like a lot of agencies have had a really hard time mm-hmm. with these events. And I have not felt that personally at all. Like I've almost been overwhelmed with love and support from mm-hmm. our community. It's yeah. been that's good to know. It's been incredible. Yeah, that I think that's important to point out. Is Absolutely. When, when other police agencies were getting, mm-hmm. responding to riots and things mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. I mean, we had so much food mm-hmm. and letters. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, get, I get chills just knowing some of the letters people wrote in and kids that would bring in and saying, thank you for helping keep us safe. When, I mean, as a whole society was not liking cops. That's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. I don't think we felt it here. We had to no. help other cities. But we we felt a lot of love and support, and that really just fuels us to be even better. You know, I think it's just that constant love and appreciation from both sides. Mm -hmm. Well, I really appreciate that. What I've really enjoyed um, in this role is the opportunity to see really how hard you work. Yeah. I mean, I had no idea. You know, I've lived in Kaysville for a really long time, and I thought, oh, it's just Kaysville's great. We've Mm -hmm. got no issues. Well, that's not true. Yeah. We do have a lot of really serious things that happen here. Yes. However, they're handled Mm -hmm. and they're taken care of Mm -hmm. because we've got great officers working with people, making sure that everybody's safe and everyone feels supported in the situation. Right. Mm -hmm. Not just the, you know, quote, what we would consider a traditional victim, I guess. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, you help the perpetrators Mm -hmm. as well. And I I think that's just really impressive. I just had no idea. Mm-hmm. How busy you guys are. <laughs> and that's one thing I think, Kaysville, with, you kind of touched on the victims. One of the cool things we do is have a victim advocate in-house. Mm-hmm. And it's it's amazing because a lot of police work, we've, you know, historically focused on taking the, you know, up oh, the you did this, now we got to take you to jail. Mm-hmm. But we've never really, okay, see you later. Right, and good then luck. Leave. And now, you know, that full circle of care between, you mm-hmm. know, with Stuart, with Jen Winchester, our victim advocate. And then she is us, fantastic. we have a mm-hmm. three kind of layered mm-hmm. approach to addressing and supporting our community. Because again, sometimes the people we are having to arrest may be the breadwinner of a of a home. Right. And and now we've got to support the family in ways that we can through, you know, Jen can find so many different resources and mm-hmm. And it's just, it's amazing with Walter. And I think that's really what elevates us from different departments is our service mm-hmm. and the, 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 really the circle of care that we're giving. And it's not just a, oh, we're going to take someone to jail and think that fixes the problem because it's a, it's a deeper rooted issue, most likely. I'm yeah. really glad you brought that up. And mm-hmm. I really appreciate, Lexi, that you 
publicize that Mm -hmm. as much as you're able to within, you know, all of the requirements. Because people don't realize that. I didn't realize. You Mm -hmm. think, well, they got arrested. Good. Yay. Mm -hmm. They're off the street. Well, what about everybody that Mm -hmm. they left behind? Yeah. And how are they supported? Yeah. So, So, yeah, it's it's been like Officer Benson said, Chief Overk has been ahead of the game Mm -hmm. from day one. I agree. He's already thinking what's next. And and starting us to gear towards that, and you know, uh, Officer Benson is one of the ICAT um, instructors, and I think mm-hmm. we're going to be the second agency in Utah, in the state of Utah. Yes, and and explain that program, will you? So it is basically it 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 includes a lot of different things. Okay, um, but kind of the main thing that we're focusing on is you know a person with a weapon, especially a knife. Um, Usually it's someone that's dealing, you know, with a mental health crisis and maybe possibly suicidal. And it is working towards getting them to put the knife down, working with them so that we aren't involved in a police shooting. We want to avoid those um, if at all possible. And also like stepping in if you see an officer that's doing something that you don't believe is right to have the courage to step up and say, you know, back up. I'll I'll handle this. Go take a minute and cool down. It's okay. Like we can help each other out. But yeah, it's it's mostly to just prevent police shootings. We just That's we want to support our community and and we understand like we have struggles just like the com- the community does and and we get it and we're here for you and we want to talk about it and and we want to deescalate the situation. That's fantastic. Yes. And so we're yeah. the second department mm-hmm. in, in state. And it's, uh-huh. That's great. Yeah. She did. We, I just went through the course she taught us mm-hmm. to uh, last week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, last week we got all the supervisors, and then next week we're teaching the rest of the department. That's yeah. fantastic. It, it was a great, you know, you never know what a new training. This was very well received, and I think That's it's going to be a very great um, pro. I guess I don't know if it's a program, but mm-hmm. something for us to implement, and it's going to be seen. Yeah, that'll be um, great. Yeah, yeah, so it's cool. Well, I appreciate everything yeah. all of you are doing. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much for Thanks having for us. Having us. Thank you so much. It's mm-hmm. it's fun to talk to you. It's yeah. fun to get to know you. And I just want everyone to know what a fantastic police department we have. We definitely because we've got great people. Yeah, and we have a great city. That, yes, that, yes, we do. It goes both ways. Yes, yeah. for sure. It does. Well, thanks everybody. Yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you. you.